This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Zach, and I play Alaris Dream, a half-high-elf bladesinger wizard, scholar of the Weaver's Guild, and a keeper of reflection. My name is Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes. My name is Steven, and I play Urshan Bethethnosh, a red dragonborn cleric of the Twilight Domain, representative of the EWU, and a part of the Lace Battalion. My name is Sarah, and I play Agnar Elfbreaker, an orc barbarian and the first daughter of the late Jarl, Skold of Indelfilk, killed by the warlord Gleb Headtaker. And this is Advantage. Advantage. Last time in episode 3.1, you meet in a tavern, Alaris and Grimton sat down at the Drecky Drecka, a bar on a lonely fishing pier outside of Indelfil, to join a meeting for those inclined against Jarl Rook Iron Tusk and Kooning Gleb Headtaker. The group was called by Agnar Elfbreaker, and those in attendance included Urshan Bethethnosh, Gin the Butcher, Fishbelly, and a pair called Stranga and Hundredscar. And that is where we'll pick up. At this point, Fishbelly is coming back to the table with yet another tray full of drinking horns filled to the brim. Oh, thank goodness. So, Gleb got his name Headtaker after he literally took someone's head, right? Yes. Agnar Elfbreaker, where's that name come from? Elfbreaker is my mother's name. She became Elfbreaker when a squad of assassins came in to the Filk to murder a lot of Jarls. So not just my Filk, but others. And so Discord, Skold fought him off when they tried to kill her. That's That was my mom. So she broke off from her party and she killed the entire group of assassins, including the elf who was in charge of them. That's why she's called Elfbreaker. And that's why I'm called Elfbreaker. Gen adds as a tag, the sword was that elf's spine. Oh, that sword right there. That's why it is called spine. How does that make you feel, Lars? <laughs> <laughs> Most awkward laughter ever to diffuse. hundred scars. Uh, gives an honest chortle at that. <laughs> hey! Wait, did you know him? <laughs> <laughs> All elves know each other, right? So you yourself, have you broken any elves? <laughs> I haven't yet. Mm, mm, okay. Now's your chance! And much battle at all? Yeah. How much battle have you seen? I mean... Not to pry, but we might be fighting people soon. I wanna, I wanna know my allies. Have you been to Kolgavir? No. Okay. Besides, like a few days ago. The way it works here, there are multiple villages, multiple filks. We send out raiding parties. 
sometimes we kill each other's leaders and overtake their villages. We have a significant turnover, if you will, in leadership among the Filks. So that means I've seen plenty of battle. Stranga kind of chuckles. It's amazing to me that you're taking this heir to the Jarldom thing so seriously, considering how unlikely it would be that you'd ever see it. What makes you think that? You just yourself described that there's a lot of turnover. Well, I think I could hold it longer. (laughs) Aye, but your mother didn't. How long was your mother Jarl? She was one of the longer. 30-ish years? Yeah. Oh, 30 years is a long time. You should beat his ass for insulting your mother. Did you sign that? <laughs> I do it. I do it one-handed and where only Agnar can see, like, like real on the sly. <sighs> Calm down. Stranga cannot understand sign anyway. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> but 100 scars does laugh. I'm not trying to start a fight in the bar today. <laughs> Fishbelly says, again. <laughs> Canonically, that's how two arcs have started for me. <laughs> Fishbelly says, yeah, you told me about that. You came from Delve Deep via the Pandominion, via the Watched Forest, via Delve Deep to here? Is that right? That yeah. Did I remember that correctly? That's correct, Fishbelly. The moving around has been pretty recent, but most of my life has been spent in Delve Deep or other parts of Earth. So, what about you? Uh, he signs at. Uh, I knew I was gonna get asked. Ishram? Urshan. Urshan. He takes that moment to like, because I imagine, I imagine that Grimton like is like trying to spell it out and not succeeding. Um, <laughs> you fight good. <laughs> he can understand common. <laughs> First, I spell out my name um, like slowly because, like, generally, if I like the way you would say names is just spelling them out, but the, I like do it very deliberately. And uh, I assign that while I can hear just fine and uh, understand common, I do I appreciate you speaking speaking to me in CSL. He's not deaf. <laughs> yeah. To clarify, Urshan doesn't speak, but he can hear just fine and just like uses CSL pretty much exclusively. Anyway, though, uh, he says that he is from uh, Zadal. Uh, and has come here on a, uh, we'll call it a personal quest. He's taken strong issue with the abhorrent sexual behavior of the leadership here in, in Kolgafir and is here to do something about that. All the way from Sadal? I hesitated about this earlier, he signs. Technically, I work for and represent the EWU, which is the Erotic Workers Union in Zadal, and they have somewhat of a vested interest in, you know, how that kind of stuff is approached on a more geopolitical level. Um, That being said, I am not here technically representing the EWU. I am here of my own accord and in such a way that I could be denied uh, if... I were to claim that I was here representing the EWU. No, I get it. I trust me. I, I, I get it. 
Oh uh, yeah, Urshan signs. Uh, yeah, you seem like the kind of guy who probably has a, a gourget in their closet or two. Grimton <laughs> 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 coughs up his uh, his drink. Fishbelly says there used to be two gourgets. I forget, Fishbelly, how much we've just spilled our guts to you over these last two days. Um, uh, I told you, I told you at the beginning that like you, you've basically told Fishbelly everything, and Fishbelly has <laughs> yeah. remembered all of it, right, it's, right, it's right. so that I can help advocate and tell the stories. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I'll, me or Fishbelly can catch you up, but <laughs> it's a similar situation with me and the Pandominion and a whole coup situation in her dearth, but. That's neither here nor there right now. Ooh, we love a coup. Yeah. Who doesn't, you know? The whole crew of the Arzire, says Fishbelly, just got back off of a pretty rowdy takedown of that armada that Headtaker was building. She then looks at you, offering the opportunity to tell the story yourselves. So, basically, her dearth was producing en masse warforged to help I, I see now it was Gleb Headtaker's armada <coughs> and the Kolgafirian effort in the Great Scuffle we did not like that by we I mean um, a small revolutionary group in her dearth and the Pandominium to an extent so we intervened by taking out all those Warforged which then in turn also took out a lot of Club head takers armada. It wasn't just the crew of the Arzaya. We also had the help of Strombergratum and his partner. Two ancient brass dragons also helped us. To be concise, I thought you said that they were bronze. Bronze dragons. So we're gonna go after the Jarl here first. But is there? Are we setting our sights after that on Headtaker? Does taking out Headtaker end the the great scuffle? Well, it puts a new leader in charge, right? And it should at least end Headtaker's his allyship with those outside folks who you guys were already fighting. Mm-hmm. Say we take down this Jarl, and you want to move forward and take down Headtaker. Is your plan to take to take over as Kuning Agnar, or to just leave the vacancy? Like, do you want to just be Jarl of Indelfilk? Um. As is your birthright, correct? Yes. To be Jarl of Indelfilk? Frankly, I have not thought that far. Fair. Well, how about this? How about we help you take over this Jarl situation in Indefilk, which we were already planning on doing, and then y'all can help us take out Headtaker. Yeah, sounds good. Yes. We'll take his head, as it were. <laughs> we love dramatic irony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know Who orcs, doesn't? Or, I know orcs are all about dramatic irony. <laughs> yes. It's true. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Except that no plan has really been discussed. Well, I, we did discuss it. Have we not gone to talk? Yes, we decided that we were going to talk to the child, Fang, and try to meet him out in the woods, but we have no plans further. Right. I want details. How can I participate if I do not have details? Yes. I mean, is details camp out um, and ambush not enough? Camp out, ambush. Give me... 
insight checks. All of us? Everybody? Yep. That's a 15. I had a 3. 13. I must have reworked this character sheet because I'm trained in insight and I can't remember being trained in insight. <laughs> it's the best skill in all of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, but like, eh. Uh, so 23. There you go. This will make sense for our three highest. Sorry, Agnar. Uh, you're distracted <laughs> with other things. Mm-hmm. Stranga's calling for specific details strikes you as Suspicious. suspicious so they're looking for the specific details something that perhaps a narc might say what's what's a more D equivalent of a narc a spy narc. Narc. a spy I call him a narc <laughs> i just like the word narc in general so like i say go for it uh well you know these type of things generally they seem to come together in the moment <sighs> so don't talk to an orc <laughs> as if they don't know about things coming together and impassioned rage in the moment elf well then you know that's what i'm saying you know plans are all well and good but all plans almost always something goes wrong with them so i've learned over a, a long adventuring career that you you make a vague idea of a plan and then it all works out. Alaris, your plans are usually pretty detailed. What are you talking about? Mm. I don't know what you're talking about, Grimton. Mm. I'm going to roll an insight check. Yeah, they usually involve rope. <laughs> no, those are your plans, Grimton. You're right. How are we going to use rope right. in you're this right. particular plan? You rolled a three, so. <laughs> that tracks. Coming to Grimton's defense, uh, Urshan signs, there are lots of great uses for rope. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> Listen, Grimton's been the homiest homie here this whole time, so. A hundred scar pats Stranga on the back and then kind of takes charge of that particular conversation. She says, what I think Stranga is trying to say is that how will we know when to be at this hunting lodge, where the hunting lodge is, what the plan of attack is once we're at the hunting lodge. There are details, finer details, specifics that need to be worked out in order to move this plan forward. Yes, I agree with you. So? But it's very hard to plan those plans when we don't even know if they're going to go out on a hunt to begin with. Without all the details. We just have to wait. Yeah, like, we need more information before we can make a more detailed plan, you know? Like, we can't just be like, ah, yeah, they'll probably go out on Tuesday. Did 100 Scars and Estrenga walk in together? They did. Okay, so Gen was the one that walked in, or before Ragnar. Correct. It doesn't seem like we're getting much further on the plan today, anyway. We should just keep drinking. I agree. I think that's a great plan. What better way to form fellowship? Fishbelly stands up, goes over to a, a, a cask of liquid and uh, starts pouring. This one that she brings back is a cider, so more like an apple wine, which has a higher ABV. Ooh. For everyone? Mm-hmm. Cool. Because Urshan definitely wanted one. Yeah. Epledrecker. I've got a distilled version in the back that I'm working on. Ooh. So I'm curious... This is 100 Scars. 
I'm curious how the elf ended up here. Overall? <laughs> Zach has to retell all of arc one and arc two. Uh, I kind of just got dropped off a ship here. I don't know. Uh, to go on adventures. Um, to make a name for myself in the world. Um, we're just seeing where things take me, you know? Like, Elfbreaker, are you sure that this is the type of metal you want up against your Jarldom? Oh, I can hold my own in battle. Don't worry about that. Is there any possibility that, well, me, I guess specifically, but anyone here would have heard anything about either of these two before they got here? Not a chance. Not a chance. Okay. Like, I've had some adventures in the past. Like, we're we're seasoned at this point. We're, we're good. Mm. This Jarl thing's gonna be easy peasy. I don't want to be dramatic, but I feel like I could probably do it by myself, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could go kill the Jarl myself, but then I don't want to become Jarl. Like... Don't worry, you wouldn't. That seems like a lot of work. That's not how it works. <laughs> it is how it works. It wouldn't be very clandestine. Eat, wait, even if an if someone who's not an orc? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the last, last king was a giant. It was a Goliath, but yeah. Yeah, Goliath, sorry. Oh, I thought he was like Havsies. <laughs> no, I've seen this guy kill five men with one fireball. He's... he's... <laughs> Agnar just nods her head like... He's good at what he does. I've killed five men with a sneeze. That's a very powerful sneeze. Bless you. You must be a dragon. Is there magic in that sneeze? Or was it like like they died later of like disease or something? What's the story of the sneeze? It's a saying. Oh. Uh. Gotcha, gotcha. Do they not have flamboyant talk where you're from? Oh, well, we were talking about something that I actually did. So I thought you were comparing stories. Um, Do you want to fight? (laughs) (laughs) Fight him. Are you challenging me to a fight? That had so much um, actually energy. No, the last time I fought someone one-on-one, they died very easily. I don't want to... We just met. Was that person... (laughs) An orc? <laughs> no. What type of person was it? Yeah, what flavor of person were they? <sighs> An elf. An elf! Fragile. Friends, we can't fight in the bar again. Yeah. Not again. Urshan signs, this elf seems to, if his stories are to be believed, killed a fair number of people. I'm somewhat alarmed by this. He's not like a murder hobo, but... No, I, it's, I'm not trying. It just happens. An accidental murder hobo? Yeah, where, where Lars treads, death follows. It's just kind of a thing. <laughs> it doesn't provide the comfort you think it does. <laughs> but any... <laughs> Man, manslaughter hobo. <laughs> if what you're implying, Agnar, is that we should move the fight outside the bar, then we can do that. It's been a few days since... I've seen Alara's spar. We can set up a ring, says Fishbelly. I don't see why not. Before we do that, we must all find the bottom of our horns. You want to challenge me to a drinking competition? There we go. Let's finish this one and then another, and then we can move to Fist, we can, okay? How about we just do the drinking competition part? <laughs> you already challenged me to combat. I didn't challenge anybody <laughs> to anything. <laughs> Dwarf, raise your horn. <laughs> and roll a constitution check. <laughs> Let's do it. 
21. Damn. We both check out on that one. The, the DC is going to be 20 for uh, who burps first and spills. All right. All right. Roll again. Drink. 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 Right on drink, the money. 20. Drink. Just a drink, 13 for me. Drink. Drink. Ah! Drink. 100 scars casts down the horn onto the table at your burp. That's a win. You lose, dwarf. I, I'm not the young man I used to be. I'll give you that. <clears throat> LRS, tag in for me. Finish what I started. It's just until someone burps? You've got a lot of voice and a lot of questions for somebody that doesn't have very many answers, elf. Now let's spar. You go outside and uh, in between these, this like series of cabins behind back of the bar, you help Fishbelly set up this combat arena. It's like really quickly made and crude. It's like four posts and some rope. That's it. It's like a 10 by 10 square. So she did say that she had one already set up, and this was this one that she already had set up was <laughs> yep. just a really crude one? Okay. Yep. <laughs> Is this combat going to be weapons-based or fist-based? Uh, I guess weapons-based. Oh, shit. Okay. Weapons it is. I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> like... <laughs> You don't have the self-control to not kill someone. <laughs> I want to kill somebody on the second episode. I'm a barbarian. <laughs> I'm not going to try to kill him. You're sure making a lot of nervous laughs. Is this lethal combat? Like, is this not like a sparring match? Traditionally, you only kill him if you feel like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I shouldn't have been drinking water when, I, when you said that. Oh. <laughs> You'll only kill him if you feel like it. I like that so much because it was like about to be like some kind of rule or something. It's just like, oh, you feel like it. That's the rule. Stranga jumps into the ring. All right. Holding his battle axe and has two hand axes at his side. I'm getting close to Lara's, presumably speaking to her like only he can hear me. All right. I know you probably felt it too, but this guy kind of seems like a narc, right? Yeah. All right, what I want you to do when you're in there, try to find out what his beef is with the Jarl. Do you want me in the middle of combat? Yeah, yeah, he's kind of drunk too. So, like, he's a little suggestible, probably. I don't okay. know. Okay, okay. Just okay. see if you can get oh. something out of him. <laughs> Grimton over there pretending he lost the... What are you two whispering over All there? Right. Fishbelly brings out another set of, uh, of, of horns and uh, is starting to take bets. Nice. <laughs> Goes up to Urshan first. Uh, Urshan definitely puts a, uh, the equivalent of $5, which I guess is- Five silver? Um, on Stranga. Oh, I'm definitely betting on Alaris. How much? I'll put in five silver, I'll match it. Urshan is like visibly readying medical supplies. <laughs> That's nice of you. <laughs> Gan and 100 Scars both put in one gold each on Stranga and Agnar. I'm gonna sit this one out, but I'll take another cider. While Fishbelly's gun around taking bets, I would like to cast Zone of Truth in the ring. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. When, when they enter the zone, it's a charisma save. Hey friends, it's Joe. As the characters gear up for combat, keep in mind that our heroes are each level 11. 
In D&D terms, this puts their skill and power well beyond what many would consider typical or common, even in a setting like ours. During the fight, listen for the subversion of some in-world expectations and how the characters in this story respond to them. Honestly, keep that in mind throughout this whole arc, because this disruption, this overturn of assumptions of people and cultures will remain a huge theme. I would love to hear your thoughts on that subject, and there's an easy way to make them heard. The Darkmoor Podcast Network Discord channel. We have places for talks just like it, and it's one of my favorite parts of running this show. There's a link to the channel down in the doobly-doo. In addition to all our other member shows channels, you'll find where we record every first and third Monday of the month. Just this last week, we were there recording an episode of Disadvantage with some of our Patreon supporters. One of those supporters we played with was even rolling a set of Dark Alpha dice from Dark Silver Forge. The whole cast has rode bone... The whole cast has rolled bones with Dark Silver Forge for years, and we can attest to their quality. Get your own. Visit DarkSilverForge.com and use the code ADVANTAGEDND, no spaces, all caps, for 10% off your purchase. This is another reminder that during the interlude between arcs, I guessed on the show Dragonmind, presented by Incendium D&D. It's a discussion podcast, which looks through the infinite lenses of tabletop role-playing games to discover their best selves through gaming. One episode of that is called Shop Talk, and the other one is Character Discovery. If you're a fan of our show but haven't listened to Dragonmind yet, and you're looking for the excuse, this is it. During the character discovery episode, John and I talk about the system Advantage uses to create the rich lives of our player characters. He and I did this by using my system of character questionnaires. The questionnaire of Bahir, John's character, will go up on the Patreon page for all of our paid supporters. Likewise, the questionnaires that Sarah and Steven used to build Agnar and Urshan will go up on the Patreon too. For our red cape level backers. That tier and up will also see all my session notes once all the episodes from a particular recording date drop. Warning, spoilers abound. Those are just a few of the benefits you can earn by backing us on Patreon. I could honestly spend the whole mid-roll talking about the wonderful benefits of choosing to financially support us, but I'll save you that trouble by simply redirecting you to patreon.com slash advantage dnd. Anyone who's played a tabletop RPG will say that they're unlike any other medium available. The experiential possibilities are endless, and that's what we're here to examine. Welcome to Dragon Mind, a tabletop discussion podcast brought to you by Incendium D&D. We're here to look through the infinite lenses of TTRPGs to discover our best selves through gaming. Gaming doesn't have to just be an escape. It can help revolutionize your reality. Available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Alright, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Stranga in the ring, battle axe in hand, feels you cast this. There's magic about... Somebody cast something here. Aye, it's a Hadirthan tradition. Are we in her dearth? The field of battle is a place where one must see the truth in one's character. The truth in my axe. Hop in here, elf. All right, I hop in and activate Bladesong. 
thus triggering your yeah my contingency very cool mage armor is is mage armor like visible what's it look like a protective magical force that surrounds you it doesn't necessarily say that it's able to be seen or not but oh my charisma save by the way grimton was an eight total seven plus one nice i'm gonna assume that that fails <laughs> it does <clears throat> say the word skull daughter oh and give me an insight check 18. Eight. Oh, 18. No, dead ass though. It's 11, and then I add seven to it. So yeah, no, like. Oh, hell yeah. Like, it's literally 18. Mine was 17. That is the. That would have been four of a kind if it weren't for uh, Alaris, but Alaris is very distracted. The rest of you catch that he said Scold Daughter, which would be Agnar's name if she hadn't taken. Uh, Skuld's Elfbreaker last name. Title, rather. So there seems to be something there. Uh, unwilling to tie Agnar to the Jarldom. Alright, say the words! Begin! Roll initiative. Uh, 16. Uh, I got a 13. <laughs> First things first, uh, we're going to cast Hold Monster, <laughs> a wisdom saving throw from you. My save was a eight total. All right. Uh, well, then that means that he is now paralyzed for a minute. Shit. Um, which means can't move, speak, and are incapacitated, which means no actions are reactions, and I have advantage on all attack rolls. And they fail automatically all strength and dexterity saving throws. Holy um, shit. For the next minute. <laughs> Zach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach hit the lose fight button for the <laughs> <Yeah>. other team. <laughs> it feels bad when you're on the other side. <laughs> yeah. And you're DM and you're like, yeah, this will be a cool fight, and someone casts hold monster or hold person, you're like, well, feep. They can uh, try to make another wisdom saving throw. Go ahead and take the rest of your turn then, buddy. Well, I don't think I have much else I can do on this particular turn. So it's just my turn to save against it? Uh, yep. Fingers crossed. There's a whiz save of what? 16. Oh, I rolled an 11. Alright. Does that work? That does not work. So my turn again. We're going to cast a Steel Wing Strike. So I have advantage on this attack roll. 100 Scar is going to call out, Do something! <laughs> Swing! Does a 22 hit? Yeah. Uh, 36 damage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hit back! Uh, so that'll be my turn, I guess. Why isn't he moving? Do try not to kill him, Alaris. I'm not sure if we were blatantly stating that. Wisdom save of a nine total. All right. Can I, like, roll inside to see how much HP it looks like he has? 36 was quarter total. Quarter? All right. I'm going to cast haste on myself. Jesus. Um, which gives me an additional action on each of my turns for, like, the attack action or whatnot. Then I'm going to use an attack action. That will be a 18 to hit. Fight back! What are you doing? It hits. Uh, nine more damage, and that'll be the end of my turn. <laughs> Seven total? Uh, I guess... I'm not rolling above <laughs> a 10 here, I guess. <laughs> I guess I will uh, hit him twice more. This is really boring. Urchin signs to everyone nearby. Should we stop this? Oh, we'll put a stop to it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm... 100 scar jumps into the arena. Hey. And is going to take her action. She's gonna roll a charisma save first. That's fine, rolled an 11. Is going to come up without 
her weapon and is going to immediately headbutt you, Alaris. Okay. 23 to hit. Whatever, I'll cast shield as a reaction to give me plus five AC for me to 26 and just like get, uh, <laughs> use the shield and just put my hand up like in front of her head and just like stop the headbutt. Just be like, whoa, isn't this supposed to be a one-on-one fight? Not anymore. You got it, Alaris. I mean, the other guy's not moving. Your move, Alaris. Yeah, it is still a one-on-one fight, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I'll cast uh, Chain Lightning, which is my other cool new spell. God. A bolt of lightning arcs uh, from a target to my choice and then leaps to another target. So if I can get them to both make dexterity saving throws, uh, the guy that's paralyzed f- fails automatically. Uh, 16 dex from 100 scar. All right, so tie goes to me. That's going to be 51 damage to both of them. Like, look, we can stop if y'all are ready to stop. Hey, 100 scars. Why did Stranga call Angar Skull Daughter? He doesn't want to take me seriously as Jarl or as 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 heir to the Jarldom. 100 scar pays no attention and grabs the axe from Stranga's hand and brings it down upon Alaris for 17 plus 7, 24. I mean, we'll just, we'll shield again. That's fine. And just block it. Damn, it crashes down. Uh, And is going to make a second attack then, uh, coming back from the same swing. Uh, Rolling even less, but a 23. Are you going to shield again? I don't have to. It it lasts for until my next turn. What does shield look like? An invisible magical barrier that appears and protects me. So I'm basically right now I'm using just my hand and the shield is just like a popping up in front of it. The axe is just bouncing off my hand. Wow. This like ethereal spark each time that the axe has hit it at the end of these swings is embedded in the ground. It is Stranga's turn. Stranga's going to roll a four. 14 plus one. Cool. Not enough. Is it 16? Is 16 yeah. a save? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alaris' turn again. Jeez. <sighs> Guess we'll do another uh, steel wing strike on the two of them. A nat 20. Jeez. Is that, that's double dice. All right. I'm trying not to kill anybody. I want to make that clear. So 62 bajillion non-lethal damage. That'll be 62 damage. Against each? To both of them. Wait, was it really 62? Yeah. Dranga is down, and 100 Scar is gnarled as hell. And it is clearly only fury and anger that is propelling her forward, like bleeding profusely. She's going to turn to the other orcs, uh, here, Gen, Agnar, and Fishbelly, and shout, Are you not going to l- help? Are you going to let this elf win? Where's your honor? I didn't challenge him. Neither did I. I also didn't bet. 100 Scar is going to roll once more. Now Unarmed is going to roll a 15 plus 7, 22. I think 22 just doesn't hit me in general. Damn. Holy shit, what is your AC? Uh, let me check. It's So it's with with the mage armor. Oh yeah, I forgot you have mage armor on. It's a, that's a plus three. Yeah, it's 13 plus four, so that's 17. Blade song activated, I get plus four more, so that's 21. All right, they hit me. Good. This is a headbutt. Uh, 11 bludgeoning damage. Uh, and then give me a 
constitution save, please. 14. 14. You fail as a 15 DC. Uh, you are stunned for the next turn and have disadvantage on perception checks that involve smell until you are magically healed. 100 scars forehead comes crashing into your nose. Wait, how many people are in combat right now? Technically two, because Stranga's down. The stitches on 100 Scar's brow ridge are clearly split open and bleeding again from what you now realize is the same move that had done it before. Uh, I'm going to cast Hold Person on everyone still actively fighting. All right, so that's a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom save, yeah. I rolled a three. Um, I rolled a nine. <laughs> Hundred Scar is like charging, finna attack, and I like gracefully get you know slide in there, and there and just like hold my hands out directly at both of them, like palm open, and they both just freeze where they are, and then I stand up and like kind of like you know adjust my clothing or whatever, uh, and then sign. I think that's enough for today. Ah, oh. you sure you couldn't let him finish it? Are you gonna let him go? Not for the, cause I wanna do some healing on the next turn while everybody's stationary. So not on my turn currently am I going to let him go if we're still in like combat turns. Yes. Okay, then, then no, I'm just holding them. Well, we get to both make wisdom saving throws. 13? <laughs> it's gonna be 15 as the DC. Right, I got a 21. Dang! Spirits Christ. Spirits Christ. Urshan, I'm fine with stopping the fighting. It's, you know, these orcs that wanted to keep going. I'm going to do mass cure wounds and heal everybody up while they're frozen. And then sign 100 scars. Uh, I'm going to sign to her. You both fought incredibly well, but continued combat is not going to do any good. And then I release her. Anyway, so then I'm going over and tending to Stranga, who is presumably released of hold person, Zach. Yeah. Getting them up and dusting them off and all that. Hey, hundred scars. What? You fight good. Put her there. Bullshit. And I put out a hand. Ugh. Or a hand clasp. Not a chance. All right. Well, can you at least tell me what your all's beef is with Agnar? hundred scars still in the zone of truth? Yeah. She plans to take down Iron Tusk. Are you a big Iron Tusk fan? <laughs> Iron Tusk pays our bills. Oh, oh pays your bills. So you're sneaky. like working directly for Iron Tusk. In his heard, yes. What is this, Matt? 100 Scars moves to get out of the zone of truth. If, if nobody's trying to stop her, jumps the line and leaves. <laughs> yeah, well, we learned all we needed to learn. Yeah. Before we try to track her down and stop her, do we still want to do the hunting camp plan? Well, the other guy's right here still. Well, we can do whatever we want with him, but she's going to go tell Iron Tusk what we were planning to do. Gen takes Stringa. In the meantime, has acquired a, a bucket of ice water and dumps it on his face. <laughs> Stranga is going to wake up in a shock. Gen is going to lift 
her axe above her head as Stranga is still laying down. I would like to put all of my energy into preventing the axe from landing a lethal blow. Well, what I want to do is essentially push the flat of the blade sideways. So yeah, I'm gonna like whip those Eskrima sticks out real fast and use those to shove aside the blades so that it, it digs into the ground rather than the neck of our friend here. Like not stop the downward momentum, just redirecting it. What are you doing? He was a traitor. I signed back that we don't know that for sure and that we might be able to get some more useful information if he is. Put your hands away. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just... We could use her for information. He's not wrong. As, as unfun as this is, we should probably keep him alive for a little bit longer. I disagree. I know, but then, but later, later. <sighs> Only because you called this meeting, Agnar, am I ceding this to you? Later. So Stranga, we found out Hunter Scars is getting paid by Iron Tusk. You work for him as well? Stranga is still presumably in the zone of truth. They're still in the ring, right? We're a part of his here, yes. That settles that. Urshan, upon the reveal of that information, like, puts away his weapons and steps backward. He he might he's not gonna like allow somebody to get murdered on suspicion, but isn't going to stop violence. Gen looks at you putting away the weapon, and I think correctly reads the intention there that you waited until there is confirmation. Then Gen hefts her axe out of the ground and then draws it back and then turns to you, Agnar. Do it. This show would not be possible without the generous financial backing of our Patreon supporters. Today's episode was brought to you by Adam Guta, Brian, Chris Kimball, Dan Bauer, Daniel Tan, Lucia, Mark Williams, Michael Callahan, Ryan, Thor, and Yona. Thank you, each and every one of you. We would not be able to share this story with the world without your help. Music in this show was written and performed by our friends Blake Bost and Orman Audio. Our logo and extensive maps on our website were done by Daniel Grayling. Emmeline Kelly drew our character art and our website was built by Labor of Love Graphics. Our role-playing system is 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, published by Wizards of the Coast, who we hope keep the focus of the game on community over profit. Alaris Geldream was played by Zach Weaver. Jesse Lemus played Grimton Steadyhand. Agnar Elfbreaker was played by Sarah Zimmerman. And Urshan Bethethnosh was played by Stephen Sivils. I am the Dungeon Master. Show love. Thank you. Agnar Elfbreaker. Where's that name come from? One second. <laughs> Control F. Yeah, quickly opens Google Doc. <laughs> uh, they came into the filk to <laughs> bless you. <laughs> uh, they came into the filk to bless you.
What does signing laughter look like, Urshan? You know, I have no idea. Now's your chance. Cuspel sign language, baby. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up what like ASL does because I feel like that'd be cool. Well, first of all, like I feel like laughing is also just part of it. Like I feel like some of that is like a natural reaction. With both hands, point the pointer fingers of the L shape. I'm going to a YouTube video. Let's see here. It's two minutes. And a Kroger ad. How that kind of stuff is approached on a more... Okay. What's the ge- the word for geopolitical? Does that still work for a flat? <laughs> like... Yeah, there's still geology. Geo, I think, just means world, Yeah, right? geo or, is not is global political. Geography, sure. not geology. Um, so sure, for, for like on a geopolitical level. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Now. Fuck. That is the next line of that song, actually. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Suez Parks and Recreation. Okay, like, what kind of ABV are we looking at here? Like, wine wine is typically, like, 12 to 14% ABV. Beers are hanging around about, you know, four and a half to six. Like, what are we... Give me a number. Well, you call it a wine, so let's call it a wine. Let's call it Let's call it 13%. But, but it's a strong wine. 16% ABV. 17%. 17. 17. Jesus. Whew, this wine ain't playing around. I want to know, like, how each character is as a drunk, like, personally. This is only episode two, Steven. <laughs> I still want to know that. I didn't say I had to know it today. It's just That's information fair. I want. That's fair. And it's only episode two for two of us. That's uh, also true. Well, I'm pretty I, sure the other two characters have been drunk in the past. Yeah, but yeah. we really, like, talked about, like... We've had the characters like be drunk and be like, okay, well they're drunk and that was it. But I don't think we've ever talked about like, like what kind of drunk they are when they get totally shmammered. That's that's for a, a later conversation. I don't want to be real on that. Fair enough. Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> it's okay. You can ask that in the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good mailbag question. Also, Joe, while I'm thinking about it and while we're not doing a whole lot today uh besides having a meeting i want to say that alaris casts one of his new spells um uh the spell is called contingency um and i can set up a rule for a spell i have that is fifth level or lower um that has a casting time of one action and basically whenever something happens it will cast that spell automatically oh cool yeah, I can just make up a rule, basically, that's like, whenever this thing happens, cast this spell. You're setting up an if-then statement. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What is, what's what's the set here, buddy? Uh, well, say if I activate Blade Song, then I will cast Mage Armor. That's so cool. Like, you're, you're setting up, like, you know how you can, like, get Alexa to do, like, <laughs> a bunch of tasks all at once if you, you know, and attach it to, that's what you're doing, and that's really smart. The story of the sneeze. There's definitely a song about it. it is. <laughs> on top of spaghetti. That's the story of the sneeze. All covered with cheese. 
<laughs> I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. Oh no, that's what that's what caused you to kill five people. <laughs> it rolled off the table. If I lost a meatball onto the floor, I would also kill five men. And then my poor meatball went right out the door. Ah uh, yes, the classic. <laughs> Uh, I don't see why not. <laughs> All right. Hearing Sarah, hearing Sarah question it and then Agnar. Yeah, I was more Linde right up until it was Agnar. Uh, <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> no one is the leader here. Like irrelevant in this particular mono mono combat here in arc three we're going to be introducing a new mechanic this new mechanic was brought to you or delivered to us by our friends at both dragon mind and dungeon master shower thoughts uh that's right the mechanic that you're thinking of is in fact facing rules facing rules in which the uh, enemy must be facing you to be considered an active combatant on you. So if somebody were to sneak up behind somebody facing Urshan, and if Agnar was going to come up behind and try to do some slashy slashy, as I believe Sarah's favorite parlance is, she would get advantage. But however, that is irrelevant because this is mono imano, and thus everything uh, is, you know, in the wash. I pull out my cool sticks. Can you? Can we not uh, call them cool sticks at the beginning of the show? Because <laughs> otherwise they'll remain the cool sticks for the rest of the show. <laughs> You're right. I think it's too late, Jeff. Uh, I It might be, but I will... Collie sticks? Escrima sticks. I'm calling them Escrima sticks, but I'm calling them my very cool Escrima sticks for the rest of the game. It was a coup de grace, but for honor's sake... She woke him up. For honor's sake, get, did wake him up. <laughs>